Welcome back to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tabitha Croc, and let's thank our sponsor, 32 Below, Froyo and more. They have frozen yogurt, they have paninis, they have adult floats, adult beverages, and much more. So make sure you're following them on all their social media. And if you're looking for endless mimosas on Sundays, they have that too. So go check them out. Today's episode is a unique episode and I talked to Brandon, aka Mr. Gratitude. And with this podcast, I want to bring on more people from different walks of life. Uh, he is a life coach, social media guru on TikTok, Instagram. He's got a podcast and he brings a very unique perspective. So enjoy this episode. Brandon with me today, aka Mr. Gratitude. Um, I'm very fortunate. I actually met this individual um, through TikTok and we were just talking about social media platforms and how great it is. And I've meeting some of the greatest people that have inspired me or got me excited about life. And Mr. Gratitude is just one of them. So thank you, first of all, for jo- jumping onto my podcast. Um, and tell us a little bit about you. You're, you're very welcome. I appreciate you as well. So I want to start kind of a unique story. And uh, I'm sure at some point, uh, Tabitha will tell you, I know she's brought it up in, in her content on TikTok, but very interesting and very unique of how I came across this young lady is I was, I was at home one day and I speak, I, I listen to the Lord. Whenever the Lord speaks to me, whenever the Holy Spirit speaks to me out of nowhere and her and I had never crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And I just heard this voice that he told me her exact content name, what to go look at and that she needed some kindness on that day. And I listened to that voice. I never not listened to that voice. And so I went and I just sent her a very kind message that I felt was on my heart that needed to get her through the day. And sure enough, the Lord, when he speaks, he's never wrong. And um, that's how Tabitha and I connected pretty awesome story. And yeah, that's, that's how her and I connected. I, I couldn't um, believe it. It was, I had like a really rough day and up, I just looked at my messages and I was like, follow the, I follow you and love you. And I think you're fantastic and everything you do and just positive you. and uplifting. But it was like, how did he know that I needed to hear those words? It was just, it was crazy and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, that is the story. That, that, that is the story. It's funny. I keep looking up, keep looking up in the little corner. It, it's because I'm, this is the, the first time I've actually been a guest on a show. So it's a change of pace for me. I like it. I I'm like feeling it. honored right now that I get to be your first like interview. You are. Well, his, he's just launching his podcast and we could jump into that if you want, but he's just launching this podcast and this guy, um, just a wealth of knowledge, life coach, and just I love that you talk about the things that people are a little afraid to talk about, but it's things that people want to know about or have questions. And so when he goes live on social media, people are just like constantly asking you all these great questions. So obviously a podcast made, made complete sense. Um, but maybe just tell us a little bit about you and what you do, um, where you're in Arizona. Just tell us a little bit about you. I am. I am in Arizona. Um, I'm a rare Arizona native for you that have visited Arizona or live in Arizona. You know that being an Arizona native is rare because 80 to 90 percent of people here are transplants. Um, So I got into essentially life consulting, life coaching, mentoring, motivational speaking uh, around 2007. Uh, That was about the time I was getting divorced. I got divorced in October 2007. And I've always been a very positive, spiritual, 
uplifting person. I always had that motto, you know, water off a duck's back and being resilient. Uh, people always told me that I spoke with passion and conviction and that I needed to do something with it. So as social media started to explode and things started to develop, I slowly branched in doing it that way. Um, little networks here and there on LinkedIn, um, word of mouth. And then over the last few years is when I've really kind of exploded on social media and TikTok, um, accelerated that. I feel that it's a chance for me uh, to give back. Um, it's a lot that the Lord puts on my heart. Some of you know this, uh, those of you that are listening that do follow me or that know my content or know what I do. I, uh, I essentially was in gambling addiction for about 20 years. Um, and coming out of that is, you know, really made me look back and know, you know what, now is the time for me to give back for the things that I took in life, for the people that I took advantage of. This is my opportunity to give back for those things. And that's really my driving force of why I do what I do and expect nothing other than to shine light and love on people. Yeah, I love that. I mean, if you're listening, you're not following them on any platforms, so please do spot or well, Spotify, all the iTunes places, um, YouTube. Do you have a YouTube as well? I do have a YouTube. I'm revamping the YouTube. I'm working on that. Um, I had some older content. I pulled it. There's some somewhat recent. It's been probably four or five months, but really um, TikTok, Instagram, uh, my podcasts are on the five major platforms, um, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and there's some ones uh, in Europe that it's posted on as well. Oh, so. cool. cool. Yeah. So please check him out. Get on TikTok or if you're an Instagrammer, if whatever you are, go follow him and his content. Um, and it is very uplifting and it's real. It's really, real. you talk about relationships. You talk about um, mm -hmm. you know, people inside, like you just talk about some of the raw stuff. I mean, um, which I think is amazing. Um, and people are sometimes afraid of that. And I think that I commend you for stepping up because sometimes I'm like, my mom's listening. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And you know, uh, my motto is you can never say the wrong thing to the right person. So if I have the right audience and they get it and they know that I mean no harm, like you said, I, I say the things that everybody thinks about, but is afraid to talk about. And especially with me being a very spiritual person, I like to say that I'm a non-religious Christian because there's a big separation between a religious Christian and a non-religious Christian. So I want my fellow Jesus followers to know, hey, it's okay to have sexual thoughts. It's okay to have these desires because that's the way you were made and you shouldn't let the religious standpoint hold you back from your thoughts and desires. Because if you do, they're going to get repressed. They're going to get suppressed. They're going to keep coming up. And then you're going to create negative behaviors. So that's why I do it. Yeah. And it's avoiding those negative behaviors is, you know, if you talk about things, it's a lot different or, you know, seek someone that can help you through this stuff or through relationships. And I know you, like you said, you've gone through all these different things so you can really help people, um, which yeah. is awesome. And yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for all of your podcasts. Um, I know I've only listened to the first one, so I'm really excited to listen to more. Um, but let's ask some, some fun questions. Um, sure. Who's your biggest uh, hero or inspiration in life? Um, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but I, 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 first and foremost, it's Jesus. But secondly, on a, on a human level, it's my mom. Um, my mom is an amazing lady, uh, even though now, you know, in her, you know, she's 63, I think, and does have some health issues, but she never made excuses. And that's what I admire most about my mom. She always made my life happen. She never told me an excuse of why my life couldn't happen. 
She always taught me to strive for everything I want. Don't let anybody get in the way as long as it's ethical, legal, always go after what you want. Um, my mom never, and, and no pun intended, if any you know, single moms had to, but my mom never had to look for assistance. She never went on welfare. She never did any of that. She never made an excuse. She put herself through school to become a nurse. Uh, so it's my mom. Uh, my mom's an amazing lady, and she taught me a lot of the principles and standards that I live by today. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I mean, it definitely shows for who you are, um, and probably that's why you are so positive, and that's why you don't give, get, you know, give excuses for things that have happened in your life. Um, and I could compliment you all day, all, all day but um, what is the best compliment you have received from somebody? Ooh, gosh, that's a tough one. Um, it's tough because <laughs> I do have a lot of confidence, but I'm also a very humble person. So when I do get compliments, it's, it's, it's hard to absorb, but then it's not wondering if it's genuine, considering that words of affirmation is one of my love languages. Um, so little known fact there. Um, really, it, it would probably tie into my content. You know, when I've had numerous, numerous, and numerous people message me telling me that my messages have literally saved their life. When people have been on the verge of suicide and they tell me that my content has saved their life, I got to say that's the best compliment to know that I had saved somebody's life. That's priceless. That's oh, priceless. Yeah, that gives me chill bumps. I mean, that's, I think that, that's a great compliment. I mean, actually saving someone's life, uh, that's amazing. That shows you, I'm glad you're sharing your message. That's amazing. Yeah, and I don't hold back. That's, I don't hold back. No, I don't. I love it. Um, with that inspiration and positivity, you say you have a billboard and you could put anything on this billboard. What would it say or what would it have on it? Ooh, you know where this is going. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it would definitely say, I'm going to go back to it. You can never say the wrong thing to the right person. That's what the billboard would say. Oh, I love that. And that's so, it's so true. I think I think we all kind of struggle with that a little bit with social media. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. We could put everything up that's the most positive and great, but still we're, we're too positive or you're doing too much of this or not enough of this. You cannot do, you know, you can't make everybody happy. Exactly. Exactly. And the struggle is real. Um, you can't. I mean, the most positive of messages, there's always one person one person will manipulate that and turn it into something negative. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even say that. <laughs> I know. So, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I know. And yeah. I read some of these messages on TikTok. I'm like, how, how are people saying this to some of these people? I, I don't even understand. I know. I just, yeah, I don't get it. Um, so fun. Like what other hobbies do you have? You're sitting here inspiring people and you are committed mm -hmm. to social media. I mean, you are on it. You go live a lot. You are posting content. I notice on your Instagram. Um, and I know that's something that fuels you. Um, but what about, is yeah. there other hobbies? I know you have kids and stuff, but, um, what are some mm -hmm. of your, your side things that you do? Yeah. So I do stay pretty busy. Um, I talk about this sometimes in content is my motorcycle. I actually just sold my motorcycle a couple weeks ago. So I'm on the hunt for a new one. So I do ride a lot, um, but being here in Arizona, hottest spot in the country, it's really hard in the summer to get good riding in. I'm only able to go like 20, 30 minutes at a time before I start to overheat. Uh, I'm a big gun guy. I'm an avid shooter. I shoot a lot. Um, so motorcycle, firearms, of course, the gym, working out. And just like you, Tabitha, I love to hike. I'm an avid hiker. Anything outdoors, um, that's really my hobby. And now the podcast, you know, now that I did start the podcast, that's really added to the hobby. 
Um, and I'm super consistent with my, with my social media now. Yeah. And, know, um, my babies like, are almost grown. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you have, you have older kids. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my son's 18 and then I have triplet girls that are 17. So yeah, that is, you need an award just for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, it sounds like you should be from North Idaho. That's everything I think most people, that's like what we all do. It's like someone's in either motorcycles or riding a vehicle or um, lots of guns up here. Um, I've heard so, that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, my family's all hunters and stuff too. So it's, uh, and my mom's a police officer. So it's very like, yeah, I was like, you'll fit up in here in North Idaho. A lot colder in the winter though. <laughs> you can- yeah. Yeah, I don't do I don't do well in the cold. Uh, my parents they're they're up in Wyoming, and every time I go see them, I get I get a little ticked off. Yeah, yep. yeah. I I love Jackson Hole. That's probably the only place in Wyoming I like to go to. So. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty uh, known spot. Yes, for sure. Um, so favorite food or restaurant that you love to go to? Hmm. So I'm a great cook. I do love to cook. However, being the uh, the bachelor that I am. Um, I don't often get somebody to cook for unless it's my kids or uh, my brother and sister-in-law live close. So I, I've cooked for them before. Um, I love uh, Mexican food. Uh, Mexican food is probably my favorite. I know you can't tell looking at me because I'm in shape, but I am a foodie. Um, I do love Mexican food. There is a place here in Arizona. It's in the East Valley and it's called Nando's. Uh, really good Mexican food. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. Well, you probably have a lot of good Mexican food, um, like in Arizona and Southern California. There's, oh, there are some like hidden gems. And every time I go down there, I'm like, we got to get Mexican food because these people know how to cook. We are a border state. Uh-huh. Yeah. My, actually, my grandparents just um, bought a house down in Yuma for the winters. But okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're really close to the border. Um, so yeah, if, we, if we heard your playlist, what kind of music would you be listening to? Mm, I'm so eclectic. So I love virtually everything. Um, I'm not a huge modern rap fan, but as you can see, you know, I've got the Tupac on. Um, I love, I love old school hip hop. Um, I love some ambient music. Um, I'm I'm all over the map. I mean, if you've um, been on my lives, you'll hear in the background, I always have different, uh, different genres, different music on from Blink-182 to Tupac to Pantera. To Slipknot, you name it. Country, love me some Luke Bryan. Yeah, that's Bryan. all over the yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Yep. I love it. Yep. So um, some more, like, something a little more thought-provoking. Um, if you could tell a younger you one piece of advice, um, what would you tell your younger self? Mm. That one's tough. Uh, it's tough because, as I stated before, about being gambling addiction, and it's kind of a double-edged sword because part of me has always wanted to say, don't ever go in that casino at 18. Don't go in that casino. But then the other part to that is, what if I didn't go in the casino? Would I be as strong as I am today? Would I have been able to be in the trenches that I've been in? Would I be able to help out the people that I'm helping out? So that would probably be it. But then again, like I said, it's a double-edged sword. Um, but it, it would probably be to advise my younger self either to be careful or to not go into that casino. Cause at 18, when you're, you know, when you're creating all that dopamine in your brain, when you're winning gambling, that that's massive amounts of dopamine as an 18 year old kid, 
you know, that's, that's a huge delivery of, of uh, dopamine to somebody that's young. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, along with that, what is, is there a moment in your life or what is the moment in your life you really feel like you learn the most about yourself or you really like, you know, we all find we're like, we kind of find our path or who we really are. Is there's like these moments. And I know it's like you were saying with your gambling, you've gone through divorce. Is there any of those like moments in your life where it just was like, you, the, you just really found out, or I guess like really something about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, actually. So it's more recent, uh, near the end of last year, I went through, gosh, I'll say I had the wool pulled over my eyes in a relationship and in such a short period of time, that relationship taught me so much about my power and staying in my power and really creating thick, thick boundaries. And it taught me a lot about putting somebody on a pedestal, which is kind of funny because there's a saying, and I, I can't remember how it goes about those who can't do teach and those who do, those who teach do or something like that. I think you know where yeah. I'm going with that. You're, yeah, I do. I so, think, yeah. So, so with that said, how ironic that here I am doing what I do, but yet I allowed myself to get in a relationship where I had the wool pull over my eyes, but that relationship was so defining and it taught me so much about myself, about where I want to be and where I don't want to be to not only help myself and to help others. So that was probably the most defining moment because it's what I do. It's what I'm passionate about is helping others and relationships. Yeah. And I was just going to say that you really, um, you, if you don't have a TikTok, sign up for TikTok, go look at his stuff because there is some, there's some things, men and women, you really dive into on relationships. And I think mm -hmm. it's really like a lot of times in relationships, I think is that friendships and relationships are very similar. And like, you know, with the breakups and how you deal with people and even work relationships and how um, you treat others or knowing people's love language, even if they're your employee, um, it's really like important to know these things and to understand people. Um, but I love how you really yeah. dive in and you're, you don't give excuses for people. You're like, men, this is what you're doing. Women, this is why you're doing this. We can't like it. You really break it down. And I'm, I'm hoping you do a lot more of those in your podcast. Cause I think that's very helpful for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will actually, I have a pretty fantastic guest for next week. And then I know you and I have talked. I want to um, hopefully get you on at some point as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, those, I think it's, I, I love the direction you go with that. And I, that you kind of call people out on, um, why totally. they, do things <laughs> they do and like understanding why people do the things that they do is so important too. It's not just because they're just an asshole. It also means right. there's like, there's reasons there's things happening and it's, are you willing to fix? Are you willing to work on these things? Yeah. And, and that's the biggest reason. Sometimes, like I said, there's always that one, there's always that one that flips it on you. But you know, I'm very direct. I'm very assertive. I don't sugarcoat it. And some people can't handle that. Some people take it as, oh, well, he's not sensitive or, or he, he's being an a-hole. And that's not me. I'm just trying to tell you, look, I'm not going to paint the fairy tales and rainbows for you. I'm going to tell you, this is what you need to do. You want to be better. You need to do this. I know from experience. I know because I've been in the trenches with you and I know it works and I know it doesn't work. And that's that, you know, not Cinderella and Prince Charming. It's a lot more mm -hmm. than that. And I think, um, and especially younger people, I think they get confused with all of that. It's supposed to be this way. And now I can't, yeah. I can't, fluff, fluff. cannot imagine, um, younger people like really dating for the first time and they meet through social media and there's like, it's a whole different playing field than, um, it used to be, um, meeting yeah. people and, any kind of those things. I mean, it's just, there's a lot more things that are thrown into relationships and, um, and dating and along anything along those lines. Well, well, where I really struggle with that is the modern dating coach that does the opposite of me 
they cater to uh, to the millennials. And when you're catering to the millennials, what they're trying to play is that cat and mouse, that manipulation game, and it's twisted. You can't do that. That's not real love. That's not authentic. You should not have a mindset of, okay, I'm going to let this person go. And if I do that and I don't contact them, they're going to come back and think I'm so attractive. There's something wrong with that picture. That's not how modern and real love should be, but that is what's being taught. And that's a huge problem. It's, that's it's a huge neat. problem. I mean, it's, you hit it right on the head. There's, it's just all about, well, this is what you need to do to get his attention. And this is, like you said, it's like, oh, I won't contact him. And then he'll contact me and be in love. And like, there's so yeah. much that, and you hear it all the time. It's, it's just games. Yep. Drives me bonkers. Oh, I can't imagine. I bet you, I mean, and I love, I, I haven't really heard much. I've only caught a little bit and you talk about like soul ties with people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I yeah. hope there's some podcasts just on that because, um, when you start to dive into that, I'm always like, Oh, tell us more about this. But I always like miss it. So there, there is a podcast. Um, I actually, my episode two is on soul ties. Awesome. Uh, it's about 13, 14 minutes, but it completely breaks down soul ties. So for those of you listening that don't know what soul ties are, I advise you to do some research. Um, if you want to, I really don't want to plug myself, but I'll do it is go listen to my Ew. podcast on soul. T- <laughs> go listen to my podcast. Uh, my podcast on soul ties. I completely break it down how you get soul ties, how to break soul ties, the pain associated with them. Just in a brief nutshell, soul ties, when you end a relationship, actually, let me, let me take a step back. When somebody walks out of a relationship on you, you get what's called a soul tie because 99% of the time, the dumpy, uh, the dumper does not get soul ties. They don't feel that effect. So when you feel that pain in your gut that, oh my gosh, my life is over. How am I going to live without this person? That's the soul tie. You want to get rid of that? Go listen to my podcast. Awesome. I love it. No, I'm glad you did that. So go follow him. Um, and your podcast is Mr. Gratitude. Oh, what's the rest Mr. of Mr. Gratitude presents Living with Gratitude. Yes, that's what it is. Um, yeah. One other question, um, fun little sure. question is, what is one thing um, that people maybe misunderstand about you? Ooh, that, that's so good. Um, again, it's my direct, my, uh, direction, my assertiveness and my passion. Sometimes people take my confidence and charisma for me being cocky or conceited. And I'm actually the complete opposite. I just, I have humor. I have, you know, charisma, I have pizzazz. So when I present things, I kind of, I'm kind of edgy. I'm kind of edgy. And if the, the wrong person doesn't interpret that that way, they take it as I'm kind of an a-hole and I'm not, I'm really not. Yeah. Well, you, no, you aren't at all. And um, I would love to see you actually do some public speaking because I bet you are so fun to watch on a stage or at a conference or something because you just have that charisma, which is, um, it's fun Thank to you. watch. Like I love speakers that can just like captivate the whole room. And you're like, what? He talked for an hour. I swear he just started. Like that is the best. Like you're just like, I want more. And yeah. And I'm animated. I love it. I love it. So the world is going through really rough. It's not even just our country, our state, it's the world. Um, whether mm-hmm. it's COVID, whether it's fires, hurricanes, I mean, it's just right now it's really rough. Um, yeah. Give us, give my listeners a little piece of positivity or something to make you know their day better or the world better. What is a, one piece of advice you could give someone today that's struggling, whether it's financially, maybe they're gambling issues, maybe they have COVID or someone has passed away, anything. What is something yeah. you can give someone? Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the root of my name of Mr. Gratitude. Um, 
it's gratitude, honestly. If you're in the worst of the worst moments in your life, but if in that moment you can be grateful for the things that you actually have, it completely changes the mood, it completely changes your energy, and it makes you realize that those problems aren't as great as you think they are. When you have gratitude, those problems tend to shrink. They get smaller and smaller the more gratitude you have. So number one thing, when you're in that moment, when you're in the storm and you think that it's the end of the world, go to gratitude. Be grateful you can go to the grocery store. Be grateful you can go get some clean water. Be grateful you have a car. Be grateful you have legs to walk. Be grateful you have your health. Whatever it is, once you flip to gratitude, your life's going to change. I promise you that. I promise you that. I don't know who needs to hear this, but the episode right before you, um, I had this week, her, her piece of advice was to go to bed and find three things you're grateful for. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think that's all something we all need to work on is just, you know, be grateful for something. And like, and like she even said, it was like, it can be the smallest thing. Like you hit every you, the coffee was hot. Like it can be the smallest thing, but just to really hold yeah. on, like there are some good pieces in a really bad day. It's just, I always say there, there's bad moments, not a bad day. True. Yeah. True. Um, so how can, you know, how, I know we plugged a little bit, but how can um, my listeners, how can I, how can any of us support you or help you right now? Um, gosh, that's such a great question. Your, your questions are awesome. I, I appreciate you so much. So right now, um, really it's the podcast. Um, I always say this is I don't put cash app on my page. I don't put Venmo on my page. I don't ask for gifts in my life. I don't ask for anything, but all I want, if you love me, you love my content, just please support the podcast, please. That's, um, that's my baby right now. I'm trying to just explode the podcast, go listen, go download, and most importantly, share it. Even if you share my podcast with one person, that one person can share and that one person can share. So if you want to support me, please go support the podcast. Please. Awesome. Yes. And I will link all of this stuff when I post these um, so that they can just click on it and go right to you. Please. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. Thank you so very much. I'm very, very grateful for you. And I'm glad that we have been able to connect and uh, have a good one. I'm grateful for you as well, Tabitha. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.